Hey all you tarot lovers out there, this is Talkable Tarot with Julia from Julia Tarot Reads on TikTok and Instagram. Today we're going to be discussing tarot cards and how they are split up into two groups, the Major and Minor Arcanada. We will learn a little bit about the differences between the two, as well as discuss my new shop website and a few questions that were submitted on Instagram. We're then going to talk about the moon phase for tonight and how this will affect our mood, followed by the tarot card of the week, which we will, which will be discussed in every podcast episode and also posted on my Instagram weekly. So to speak a little bit about my new website, which I'm so excited for, it is www.juliatarotreads.com. This site shows my aesthetic much better. It is way more user-friendly. I can interact with you all much easier. There's contact information, FAQ, shop policies, photos, um, reviews, the shop. There's so much and it looks so beautiful. Um, I did want to mention that the prices will be shown in American dollars as my clientele is mainly based in the USA, but when you go to checkout, it will convert to wherever you are, so Canadian, CAD, European, and there won't be any additional cost for the conversion. Uh, there's no shipping cost. It's just the price you see will just then be converted. Conversion rate is not too, too bad right now, so you won't see a huge difference, but stay tuned for December and January as the entire shop will be 50% off during that time. So, we all know what tarot cards are and what tarot means, right? Well, if not, here is the official definition. Tarot cards are playing cards, traditionally a pack of 78 with five suits used for fortune telling and especially in Europe for certain games. The suits are typically swords, cups, pentacles, or wands, um, as wands can be called batons or wands, and a permanent suit of trump. So we all know that tarot cards are made up of 78 cards, but out of these 78 cards, they are then divided into two main groups, the major and minor arcana. The major arcana are the first 22 cards and are usually called the trump cards. They show us the journey of our soul, different stages in our lives. They represent large turning points, past, present, future, basically the big events. Whereas the minor arcana are the last 56 cards and sometimes actually called the pips. So these cards are then divided into the groups of swords, wands, pentacles, and cups. And these are what allow tarot readers to understand the details that surround the major events and stages that are shown through the major arcana. So to sum it up in an easier way to say, the major arcana shows the large turning points and the minor arcana shows the day-to-day -day insights. So if we pull cards, about the major, let's say, when we follow those up with the minor, we can kind of get more insight on what that major event will offer us, give us insight, past, present, future. So a lot of times tarot readers, when they're doing their readings, they'll split up their cards into major and minor so that they can pull their major as well as the minor followed by that to get a better representation, a better idea, a better insight. It's all up to how the tarot reader wants to do it, but it is a good way to do it that way as well. So with this, you know, new abundance of information, maybe some of you out there can now better understand the cards and maybe want to try a tarot reading for yourself. It definitely takes a special knack to do this though. For me specifically, I actually found out recently some hereditary information that explains this, I guess, so-called skill I have. 
I told both of my grandmas on either side of the family, so my mom's mom and my dad's mom, about my business. You know, a little bit worried that they might be skeptical due to the age, the generational difference, but they usually are supportive. So, you know, I wanted to tell them anyway. And they were supportive, of course, but I was told by my one grandma, this was my dad's mom, that her mother actually read tea leaves. And tea leaf reading is also called tassigraphy, I believe that's how we say it. And tassigraphy, the official definition is a divination of fortune telling method that interprets patterns in leaves, coffee grounds, or wine sediments. This was actually really commonly used in the 18 to 1900s, not as much anymore, and was seen as witchery it really was um and then when i told my mom my mom's mom's my grandma about what i was doing as well she then told me that her mom's my great grandma did fortune readings and was actually seen as a town witch so it's kind of yes witchery on either side of the family and it kind of let me know where i might get this from i don't you know do tea leaf readings i don't really do um there's a lot of people out there now who like spells. Um, I don't necessarily want to call them spells, but like potions. There's, you know, you can use that for a lot of things. I don't do that. I'm mainly focused on astrology and tarot cards and the future aspect. Uh, which actually, that information and the information about the minor and major arcana cards brings us well into our first question through Instagram, which is anything about court cards, they are the bane of my existence. So, court cards. They're so interesting. Um, they are essentially minor arcana cards, to be honest, but they are the ones that are like the king, queen, knight, page of swords, cups, pentacles, or wands. They're not the numbers like three, five, six, ones like those. So honestly, whenever we have repeating cards, it's going to have a meaning. There's a point when we see repeating cards, like how many have we been seeing? How long have we been seeing them for? What are they trying to tell us? So if you are finding a lot of court cards, so then the kings, queens, knights, pages are getting pulled for you when you have your readings done, it can definitely mean that you're going to make a lot of new connections. So a little bit of a future prediction reading there. And also a little bit of a future thing that people are going to offer their assistance to you soon. Um, and also a more current thing or past thing that you might be too easily influenced by others. Maybe you rely on others' opinions or advices too much. Um, you know, we, we care about others' advices and opinions, but you still got to remember that we're our own person and we will make the decision at the end of the day. But I do suggest that anytime you see a pattern in the cards being pulled, search up the meaning and you're going to be astounded by the results because it, it means something. To see repeating cards or repeating categories or, you know, major, minor, anything like that, it's going to have a meaning. Leading us to our second question, which is how did you get into tarot reading? I did speak a little bit about this in the last episode, but a few years ago, after I went to a tarot convention and all my predictions came true, I was like, you know, wow, I really want to do some more research and found this as a new passion of mine, turning it into a now business. And then, you know, hearing about the hereditary side was also really interesting. My parents wondered, you know, where did I get this skill from as neither of my parents, grandparents, aunt, uncle, brother, cousins, nobody knew about this stuff or was into this stuff. So when we all found out about what my great grandmas did as nobody else even knew, everyone was shocked and everybody was like, wow, this, this is the, this is the reason we now know. <laughs> it's, it was just, 
I just can't get over it still. And I wish that they were around that I could ask them questions because to know now that they were into something I was that not many people I know personally are into. Like I definitely have friends who are into it, but nobody who's been doing it for like a lifetime type of thing. I wish I could ask them questions, but you know, maybe one day I can. Um, you know, way up there one day, but for now I can't, but it's okay. Um, bringing us to the moon phase for tonight, the next portion of our podcast. Speaking about the moon phase for tonight, how this is going to affect our moods. And we're seeing a waxing gibbous in Aries, actually, with 99% illumination. This is going to be a clear moon. I know the phone camera does not pick up the moon well, but if you have any better camera than a phone, get it out to take some pictures because it's going to be clear and bright and illuminated. Um, yesterday we actually had a full moon, so tonight's moon will almost be a full one, like nine-tenths. If you actually search up a photo of a waxing gibbous, um, maybe chart, not an actual photo, you'll see that it's almost like a sliver cut out of the side, literally almost looks full, just barely. So this moon is telling us that it's going to impulse our emotions today. We all need to slow down and take our time in every task we do and the decision we make so we don't get stressed. And we may even feel a sense of change occurring, um, maybe a change in our relationships, our location, um, kind of where we're headed in life, businesses, and it just wants us to go with the flow, let change occur, let it happen, let others offer us advice and opinions, just be open to change. I mean, the moon insights are just crazy, right? Like, I feel like everything about that just applied to me right now. Um, did it apply to you guys? Because, I mean, it did to me. Leading us into... The final portion of our podcast, love that mood insight, and next is my favorite part, the tarot card of the day, brought to us by the book Tarot, a daily companion for divination and illumination by Jen Altman. This is a book that has all 78 cards, and it suggests that you flip to a random page each day to read the insight it has for you. So we're going to flip to a random page and read the insight for the tarot card chosen. So let's see here. Gonna flip and we've landed on the eight of cups so the insight for this card says the cups suit is linked to our emotional well-being and the eight of cups standards as a warning that your energy has become stagnant either a situation or a relationship in your life has left you depleted creatively emotionally or physically and you may feel it would be easier to completely abandon the situation this reading is truly asking you to simp simply just stop. Stop for a moment. Look at this time to evaluate yourself and tap to your deepest reserve of strength once again. Disappointment is inevitable at some point in our journey. What makes the voyage epic is our ability to continue to move forward. Today, open yourself up to something new and look for a deeper spiritual meaning in the process. Here, you will find your path is illuminated once again. So a few things about that. I love how the end says your path is illuminated because we've got a 99% illuminated moon tonight and that is so, so illuminated. Also telling us to kind of just go with our journey, which is going with the moon, telling us to go with change. It's saying that we, you know, we might be experiencing some things that are stressing us out, kind of making us feel a little bit depleted. This could be about a relationship or work. I am taking that as that. Um... Yeah, see, either a situation or a relationship, it says in here. So 
the fact that we pulled this card for what our moon says about us for today is incredible. I don't believe that's a coincidence uh, at all. I believe that that card uh, was meant to be pulled to match our moon, match our talk, and take all this insight today and take it in and... You know, tomorrow we might have some new insight, but we're getting this information a little bit later in the day. So take in all this information and try and apply it to your life tomorrow. Well, that concludes today's episode of Talkable Tarot with Julia from Julia Tarot Reads on TikTok and Instagram. And be sure to check out my new shop website, www.juliatarotreads.com. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast and tune in on October 16th for episode three. Have a wonderful weekend, my tarot lovers.